0: This is the Cardboard Cave podcast.
1: Hey, hello and welcome to the to the Cardboard Cave podcast, your number one choice from Puerto Rico. And we're here once again because we're going to be talking about one of the amazing shows that is still running till this time going for 15 uh am i mistaken no 15 no 14 doctors and is going to continue with a great christmas special coming in december so we're going to be talking about the mtg set that's going to be available on october 13 the doctor who commanders and cards So I'm gonna go ahead and present everybody from the board. We're gonna be presenting our favorite goblin of them all, the one and only Chris. Hey, how's it going, my dudes? How y'all? Everything is going great, and as well, we're gonna be talking as well with the master of the dark arts, the one and only JP. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, JP? And Sally. Um, Orengo is not going to be with us today. Orengo is right now in the New York Film Festival. I think he's watching Oppenheimer right now in the 70... um, I think it's 70 millimeters, uh, the whole IMAX experience. So he's right now just sitting down, chilling, watching Oppenheimer and enjoying New York as well. So guys, off the bat, we have been getting the... Kinda almost the full spoiler. I think that the full spoiler for the Doctor Who Commander set is going to be, um, I think, by the end of this week in the next two days. For the little that we have that we have seen, are you guys excited for the set? Are you guys going to buy a Commander deck, or are you guys gonna buy singles?
2: I mean, I feel like we've already uh, made we, we've nearly made it the slogan here that we all just prefer to stick to and buy singles. I feel like if you got the chance to pre-order and uh, get a good price on the Commander decks, you should definitely go for it, uh, especially if you're a Doctor Who fan, I would say like absolutely go for it, especially with what we saw um, with the Warhammer Commander decks. I think it's, it's definitely worth getting into. Um, I personally am not a huge fan of Doctor Who. I've always had a little
1: bit of trouble with like the aesthetic. (laughs) Um, I'm looking for the correct button. Wait, I think it's this one. I don't know if it's this one. If it's this one, I'm lucky. Let me see. Exterminate! (laughs)
2: oh man yeah um so i'll definitely be getting be picking up some of the singles here i did see some pretty interesting cards i'm more interested in the like the commanders themselves like the the doctors and the um and their partners rather than a lot of the other cards in the set Yes, That's the right. companion. Sorry, <laughs> not. No, it's not. It's not the partner mechanic anymore. I'm sorry, guys. It's the companion mechanic. Not well, to be confused. Well, with it me, is with the actual companion mechanic. Well, it's it the is the doctor's is companion. The
1: doctor's <laughs> companion. It,
0: it is quite relevant considering uh, one of the things you can do is, uh, which is really funny, and we're going to we're going to talk about this. But I want to do a little a little pickup. Uh, you can combine the mechanics in a special way and i'll and i'll get to it when we get to the cards
2: yeah that'll
1: be fun actually if if whoever's listening to us or watching us on youtube right and don't forget don't forget to ringling the dingling that you guys can go ahead and be notified to all of our content here at cardboard cape and as well subscribe and share our content as well you know help us with the algorithm guys um but if you guys got to see I think it's like two episodes behind of what you know that the professor has his own show shuffle up and play that he does like different things let it be commander let it be standard um legacy and whatnot so he did a commander game that they somewhat did the same thing of what JP is going to explain later on when when we get there but how about you JP are you buying singles are you buying the decks are you excited yes or no for now I don't think I'm buying the decks I don't
0: th- I haven't seen anything that really speaks to me I I really am tempted to just like buy Riversong as a single I really like her she's my favorite character in all of Doctor Who and I uh, even though it's not my style i
1: might i might just like go for it okay so let's go ahead and um present and show our viewers and as well if you're listening to us we're going to be going in detail with the cards, so don't worry about it we got you so let's go ahead and do a little uh a little transition to our to our presentation give me one quick second i got custom buttons for everything (laughs) nice okay so so here we go let me go ahead and make sure that um we look good so we do look good and um you always look good you always look good right we don't need to worry about that okay so let's go ahead and move forward with um the cards so these cards um have been recently previewed 20 like the last 24 hours because these past two days since the day of mtg weekly that in mtg weekly they presented to us oh i just had smacked my microphone um mtg weekly did presented that we're going to be having all 13 doctors in the two hero decks was it 14 14 no, because remember, 14 has not yet um, been released. Okay. 14 will be appearing, and they um, they will be appearing, uh, and it's 14, and probably what I've read, we're getting up to 15. So it's going to be 15 Doctors moving forward because in the um, Christmas special that we're going to get, uh, one of there is a major plot point in the special that explains why David Tennant is back um as the doctor and not the um actor from the hit series sex education so let's go ahead and see some of the cards these are let's go ahead and go little by little the most recent cards that have been uh shown are right here i do love the artwork um from these cards and especially if you are somebody that is up to date with the show um sadly for some of the cards i really don't know the the episodes because are the ones from the like the first eight doctors i haven't gotten to that that deep in the whovian were in the whovian world but the artwork is amazing and each one hat represents an, an episode or one of these stories of doctor who so we're getting ponder reprint um we're getting preordained reprint chaos warp and here's one of the legendary creatures um whoever wants to take take it away and and read the card
2: we got carbonista loyal lupari uh come down for four generic mana and one green it's a legendary creature alien dog soldier um and it's an adventure creature so on its adventure side uh, we have the spell Lupari Shield, which is one generic and one green mana. It's a sorcery, um, and it says humans you control gain indestructible until the end of your next turn. Um, then on the other side we got the rest of the creature side, and we get a 5-5 five, five Vigilance Trample Haste creature. Um, and whenever it attacks, you get to put a plus one plus one counter on each human you control. So, this is non-human human human support. Yes. So, non-human creature adding support to humans, which I find interesting. I don't know the lore between the, uh, like, of the Lupari, but I find this really cool, really interesting um of course it's always fun when you have like a human with human related abilities on it but humans are already broken so it's fine
1: (laughs) quick quick nitpick uh so loyal lupari um he comes out in the new uh doctor who with 13 um with the 13 doctor is a is an episode of these type of like beings trying to conquer um, and exterminate earth so he is trying to stop it as well he joins with the doctor um to stop it as well so it's it's an okay episode N- not not a lot of 13 is that great i
2: kind of like the, the flavor of like the lupari being a dog alien and it having like uh like you know like the whole man's best friend concept um, like behind it Like the support to like behind the humans i think
1: that's great there's another new card to the right isn't that isn't that a new uh uh, truth or consequences just like that um all of our listeners know most of the cards on um on each commander there is a very high percentage that all the cards are new even though we are going to see like reprints in lands and um in some instances sorceries uh or enchantments because carpet of flyers is right there um but there's going to be more new cards than reprints um reprints are good because I, like like uh, jp mentioned that there is a card that he is looking for so reprints are good um and as well just to let you if you didn't know all these cards on the commanders are gonna come non-foil only the face commanders are coming foil if you want them in another treatment or or foil they come in the collector booster box or buy singles so i'm gonna go ahead and read a truth or consequences two for blue and red sorcery that has secret council each player secretly votes for truth or consequence then those votes are revealed you draw cards equal to the number of truth votes then choose an opponent at random truth or consequences deal 3 damage to that player for each consequence vote. Interesting.
2: I feel like they could have gone harder on the consequences. I mean, if you're thinking about it like this is supposed to be a a product made for commander. Um, 3 damage to the base isn't
0: great. It's a 4 mana card and it's an uncommon. I feel like 3 damage is fine. Mm-hmm. And it could draw you and it can draw you a multiple multiple cards. Yeah, but like who's gonna
2: who's gonna prefer take like giving you cards over just taking three damage to the face, you know? <laughs>
1: no yeah but the thing is that choose an opponent at random so technically speaking it's it's just a chaos game at the end of the uh, at the end of the day so yeah even
2: even more reason why i would like as if i'm if someone is playing this against me i would just choose for the three damage to get spread around because even if i take from the base i'm still not giving you a card i feel like it's just too much of an easy choice like everyone would, everyone should just go with consequences unless you have something that might like synergize with this at best
1: got a good point okay let's keep going scrolling down so we have a carpet of flowers reprint as well we do have a couple of plane chase cards we are getting different plane chases for each commander if i'm not mistaken so each commander will bring i think it's a set um i think it's around four or six for each so there's gonna be new plane chases as well if you are a player that likes playing chase, you can add these cards to your playing chase deck as well. Uh, I'm missing the ones from the previous set, but I'll, I'll get them later on. Um, who wants to read the card? Um, me the immortal.
0: I I I do okay. So me, the immortal, two green, blue, and red, so five mana for a three-three legendary creature, human rogue. At the beginning, and the ability is at the beginning of combat on your turn. Put a choice, your choice of a plus one, plus one, first strike, vigilance, or menace counter on me, the immortal counters remain on me as it moves to any zone other than a player's hand or library you may cast me from your graveyard by discarding two cards in addition to paying its other costs this is a fun card yes so uh, this is very similar Skullbriar. Skullbriar is a green and a black for a one-one creature. That when he enters, the, uh, that when he deals combat damage to a player, he gets a counter, and he keeps the counters, no matter what zone he is in, except the hand and library.
1: Okay.
2: I'd say it's pretty close to Squee too, which I think is like really nice that they kind of did a callback to Squee the Immortal with the name
1: yeah but this is a very important character for um the 12th doctor i see yes uh, there's very um due to the fact that you have the impossible girl so the impossible girl and her uh, get to meet in the final episodes of um capaldi so she's a very key key character that you don't see no more you see her once and that's it (laughs) so we got another another new card it's into the time vortex is four in red sorcery it has cascade and rebound that's it
2: <laughs> that, I, I find that really funny though i find it really funny that the only thing it does it's just a blank spell <laughs> that pulls a random spell out of your deck and then it gets to do it again later i know <laughs> but, i think it's pretty insane like it, okay. it's a shame that it's five mana but at the same I time know. since it has the cascade ability it's probably a good thing that it has the, that it's uh that it's a five mana yeah. um that way you're probably not gonna get anything too crazy in the four mana realm um right right like I, I guess you could try to aim for a combo piece that's the thing though because of its five costs that way you can probably try to aim for specific cards like i've always even though it's a concept that i haven't been able to um, build myself, the concept of using Cascade to Cascade into specific pieces is something that I've always wanted to attempt when building a deck. And okay. I think this is really good for that, because you can get essentially, like, two different four cost pieces, or four or lower, um, in the- in the span of a whole, like, two turns, or so like a whole round. So, I don't know, I think it's kind of good, it's kind of cool
1: yeah i i i I like it it's interesting i like the artwork as well for the plane chases guys um i'll do a separate video with all of the plane chases of doctor who like that it could be released as well before the cards are uh before the set is released so we'll get those apart and i'll do a special episode um a video and uh, audio with talking about the plane chase cards and probably and as well talk about any type of lore that these uh plane chases bring so let's uh, continue with the new I cards I,
0: I i really don't want to do, do the, these next two because they're partners and i really do like their characters as well oh you mean these two uh, yeah, yeah i was gonna be
1: like what what's going on go ahead mm-hmm. JP. take it away so jenny flint
0: one blue and a red for so three mana for a 2-2 legendary creature human detective partner with madame vastra first strike training uh, and whenever you sacrifice a, a clue or food put a one counter on another target creature you control then madame vastra two green and a blue for a 3-3 legendary creature lizard detective partner with jenny flint and madame vastra must be blocked available whenever a creature deals uh, whenever a creature dealt damage by madame vastra this turn dies create a clue token and a food token so she creates both of them uh, I really like these these characters, and they synergize very very well with each other. It is very fun. Uh, I feel like they are very very well balanced against each other, and the colors for food and token uh, food and blue tokens are perfect because you can just add because you have red, you can just add uh, treasure tokens. You have mm-hmm. the whole package.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. You can yeah, add the famous Academy Rector. Is it that card? Yeah, I think it's that card. No, Academy Rector is a white card, isn't it? Oh, am I
2: confusing the? Uh... Yeah, yeah. I think I am. Oh, I, am I know what right you you about it's the artifact. Yeah, Academy
1: there you go. Yeah. That that card. Yes, <gasps> I'm bad with names. <laughs> so let's go ahead. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the. Um, the next one is Nardo Resourceful Cyborg. Is one in the blue. Legendary artifact creature, and he's a scientist as well. Um, he taps for blue mana for each counter on Nardo. Spend this mana only to cast non-creature spells. He has undying as well, and it's a doctor's companion. You can have two commanders if the other is the doctor.
0: To be specific, uh, this question came up a lot. Morophon is a is a legendary changeling, and there are other legendary changelings in magic. Legendary, so a changeling would give it all the creature types. For it to be a, a doctor's companion, it is it just needs to it needs to be a doctor specifically, a time lord doctor specifically. It cannot have more more creature types so uh, morophon cannot partner with this card and no other doctor's companion doctor's companion can only partner with specifically the things that are doctors
1: i see. okay okay chris hmm. so you want to take the next one
2: uh yeah we, we got strax Sonatar, nurse did i get that right <laughs> Yes. Uh, Sontar Nurse, Sontar. Um, he comes down for uh, 3 generic mana, 1 red and 1 green for a total cost of 5. He's a legendary creature, alien cleric, with vigilance and trample, and an ability which, which the name I can't read. Grenades. Grenader, or is it Grenader? Yeah, it's no, Grenad- Grenadeer. Grenades? Uh, grenades.
0: Grenades. Grenades. Oh.
2: Oh, just grenades with an exclamation point! So you get yep. to p two mana and uh, and tap them to and also sacrifice an artifact to choose a target player at random. When you do, he like uh, strikes gets to fight another target creature that player controls. Um, he also has an ability called Glory of Battle, which says that whenever he deals damage to a creature, excuse me, you get to put a one-one counter on him. Um, he's also he's also starts off as a five five. So so you know you activate his ability once and you already are uh, working up to a six six. I think it's also mm-hmm. very relevant to mention that this guy says whenever Strax deals damage, so fight spells will definitely pump this guy up really quickly, um, as well
0: as yeah. Go ahead. One better, Chandra's Ignition. Ooh. You choose him, and he will deal damage to each opponent and each creature on the battlefield other than him so he'll deal five oh, damage to everything gosh. it's a board wipe you cleared the field he gets a and
1: lot of counters
2: plus one plus one counter for each creature and and not yeah. with that
1: wow yeah and double strike and you, you, strike and you one face. shot somebody
0: yeah you <laughs> i don't think you, you wow features in play and you don't need you don't even need the double strike
1: yeah that's true jeez and then there's this new card uh, this upcoming card right now surge of brilliance um it's a one in the blue instant it has paradox that draw a card for each spell you've cast this turn from anywhere other than your hand and it has foretell that it costs the same thing of the card i think that i would have preferred that the card would have cost at least one blue due to the fact that you have to already pay two to cast it and then two to foretell it and then two again to to pay the foretell cost <laughs> yeah
2: but that way once you cast it from its foretell you at least get to draw one card for having foretold it
1: oh yeah i know but do you yeah. i know where this card is going to be this card is going to be in the in the mm. tenant deck because they like to play a lot of cards out of the game due yeah. to the suspend uh mechanic so let's I, still, I still think now.
2: that Surge of Brilliance is fine, all things considered. Like, I don't know. I think I, I, think, like I think that if, if it were rare, it could probably do more.
1: I would
2: see like the foretell one less if it was a rare, maybe.
1: Yeah, I imagine it too. So let's go ahead and continue. Kind of like,
2: cast your commander, pay an extra mana, and draw a card for just casting mm-hmm. the commander, I guess.
1: So we have a couple of other uh new cards here we have another uh doctor companion so we have returned from return the past says so four and two red enchantment that as long as it's your turn each instant and sorcery card in your graveyard has flashback and its flashback cost is equal to its mana cost so just a red leader
2: yep that enchantment touches the floor and what you're
0: supposed to do is
1: win the game Mm-hmm. you're
0: supposed
1: to you're supposed to exactly yeah
0: this this next card i don't understand why it's why it's a rare lunar hatchling yeah so it's lunar hatchling it's four green and a blue for a six six creature alien beast flying trample it has basic land segments for two mana and an escape cost for four green and a blue and exiling a land you control so it has to be on the on the battlefield already exile five other cards from your graveyard and you can cast it from your graveyard that's a lot of exiling Mm -hmm. from the like i don't feel like
2: that for 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 like a crappy dragon
0: essentially at that point like it's just a six six flying trampler it's Mm -hmm. like it's 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 five cards plus a land there's too much of a cost.
2: Yep, yeah. I agree. <clears throat> we got one of the coolest cards in the set coming up, though Flaming Tyrannosaurus. I mean, it's dinosaurs and fire. What more can you ask for? This guy is a seven cost. He costs five generic mana and two red. Um, he's, uh, like I mentioned, he is a creature dinosaur, a 5 5 with menace, and a paradox ability. Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah, so uh, it says whenever you cast a spell from anywhere other than your hand, Flaming Tyrannosaurus deals 3 damage to any target. So he just gets to bolt something, um, and then you put a 1-1 counter on Flaming Tyrannosaurus. Uh, when Flaming Tyrannosaurus dies, it deals, uh, it deals damage equal to its power to each opponent. So it punishes the entire board for for it dying so you either exile this thing or just look at it and be afraid of what it can do and i don't know prosper maybe you <laughs> can Pro- prosper you're just randomly like well not randomly actually you're just kind of bolting the board for for doing what your commander already wants to do it's just a shame that this thing costs seven mana but i'm pretty sure somewhere out there is going to find some kind of use for this because it's i don't know i feel like it's a really fun fun thing to play
1: with the with the new um welcome to hello, <laughs> that was most loud. That was really loud. Wow. What was that? <laughs> okay, give me one second. Let me cu- let me get back. <laughs> that was too funny. <laughs> okay, so. <sighs> What, what? what I was a okay so on the welcome to Jurassic Park card that's coming in in the new excellent set hey if you can pay the seven mana just make sure that you got the, the the three card three colors I mean probably there's gonna be a new commander for dinosaurs that maybe makes it much more easier to bring these big things AJP hey you want to take the next one
0: yeah okay it's Graham O'Brien one on a green for a legendary creature human pilot he's a tutu and he has paradox whenever you cast a spell from anywhere other than your hand create a
1: food token he also has doctor's companion yep he's one uh, of the uh one of the uh companions of the 13th 13 yeah, 13 doctor
0: and one of the companions is it the. Does each, does each doctor have like multiple companions Some, sometimes they have one mm-hmm. sometimes they have multiple mm-hmm
1: it all depends on the doctor and the story uh, and the story oh. as well nice so okay we have a couple of reprints um here uh right. thriving bluff thought vessel, thought vessel. stage <laughs>
0: temple of, temple temple of triumph. triumph the temple of the falls car temple of the fish temple of the enlightenment sundown pass bone coast sky cottage expanse rose passage prairie Scream, port town out of time which is nice Yes, I mean, really,
2: really underrated board wipe. Really, I don't know if we've mentioned it like in the show before, but I it, feel it, like it's is super it, underrated. It's quite a mean card. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, I, I, like, do, do you think it's just like nobody talks about it because it's just like just as mean as playing an Armageddon in like your Katilda deck, or
0: <laughs> it's it's quite mean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got a uh, Mystic Monastery, Myriad Landscape, Irrigated Farmland, Inspiring Refrain, Grasp of Fate, Glacial Fortress, F- Furry Calm Snarl, Frost Boil Snarl, Fractured Identity, Evolving Wilds, Deserted Beach, Command Tower, Clock Spinning.
1: I and... need that Command Tower foil. <sighs>
0: yeah. And then I think we finally got to the actual next card. Juicy part uh ju- how do you ju-
1: judo you you do uh you do you do enforcers
0: it's five red and a white for an eight eight creature alien
1: rhino soldier
0: with trample no more than one creature can attack you each combat and it has suspend for suspend six for one red and a white
1: hmm uh, it might seem a very expensive card but with how the um with how, with how the timey wimey commander deck uh, the cards that i have at least seen it's gonna be very interesting how you can manipulate these suspend cards with the mechanic you know you're gonna start doing this literally don't people choose, assume uh,
2: that time is a strict progression of cause to effect but actually from a non-linear non-subjective viewpoint it's more like a big
0: ball of wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff you really you really game prepared for that oh, Yo, yes.
2: he's been preparing all month for this episode Sexy. Yes. <laughs> uh, up next we do have kate Stewart. Kate comes down for one generic mana and for a whole America, for that blue, red, and white. Um, she's a legendary creature human scientist. Um, she's a 3-3 and whenever you put one or more time counters on a permanent you control, create a 1-1 white soldier token. Whenever Kate Stewart attacks, you may pay, is that 8 mana? Yes. If you do, attacking creature gets plus X plus X until the end of the turn, where X is the number of time counters among the permanents you control. (laughs) Um, in this case, like, what I I don't understand here, um, because I did see some cards that were adding time counters to, like, things, what i don't understand is like do time counters in themselves do a thing or do usually like some kind of spell or card ability is what gives time counters a purpose like for example so with divinity there counters, is,
1: there is a um a new mechanic i don't know if in the next cards is there no so there is a mechanic called time travel um and time travel has a unique um as uh, like a unique effect when we get to the when we get to a card we'll 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 explain it um it. so we got a couple of cards here as well i uh, become uh, the pilot uh three and two blue enchantment aura enchant non-commander creature you control enchanted creature enchanted creature gets plus two plus two and can't be blocked unless it's attacking its owner or a permanent its owner controls mm as well we have um twice upon a time is four and two blue it has a adventure as well and it's a sorcery whoa wait it's a sorcery with an adventure
2: yes it's a sorcery with an adventure sorcery on
1: it exactly it's literally
0: twice wow twice. see that's so cool.
1: that's that's very clever uh, design i know right i didn't uh, wow two sorceries in one it's two sorceries in one so one of them is unlikely meeting that is two and one and two blue this is the adventure side it says search your library for a doctor card reveal it and put it into your hand then shuffle the sorcery uh the twice upon a time sorcery card says cast a spell only if you control two or more doctors take an extra turn after this one exile twice upon a time there I'd we like go it. folks now i have to make a doctor who deck with
2: at least six doctors in it i, I need to because now that we have twice upon a
1: time it's an extra turn card i'm obligated to play so this Chris, now i'm gonna give you good news so the first uh one of the the first commander deck The one that is a blast from the past includes Dr. One through eight, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken with the numbers. Timey Wimey will include from eight to 11. And the last, the the one with 13 will include 12 and 13. So the first two decks, you will already have more than one doctor.
2: Excellent. (laughs) Damn, they're, they're really going to make me buy these commander decks. I mean, clever wizards, <laughs> clever. How dare you put an extra turn spell in, in in the set that I wasn't really thinking of buying.
1: Hmm. <laughs> Next card um, to go a little bit quick is Confession Dial, 3. An artifact when Confession Dial enters the battlefield. Surveil, 3. And it has the tap ability that is tap Target Legendary Creature card in your graveyard gains escape. Until end of turn, the escape cost is equal to its mana cost, plus, exile three other cards from your graveyard.
2: Okay, so, you get an underworld breach for legendaries that doesn't leave the battlefield,
1: and mm-hmm. it also costs one more mana. Okay, let's go ahead and continue Perfect. going down. We get uh, wreck and, re- wreck and rebuild. Oh, wait, that's the card from the top.
0: There, yeah, uh, next up, take it was, away, uh, JP or Chris yeah i reckon rebuild one red green for a sorcery choose one district target artifact or enchantment or mill five cards then you may put a land card from among your graveyard onto the battlefield tap and it has flashback for three red and a green A uh, decent card it's it's utility and, and uh, three mana mm-hmm.
1: uh, next card would be become the pilot or did you guys oh, i already spoke about become the pilot yeah, yeah.
0: Uh Memory Worm?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Memory Worm is 1 or red for a 1-1 creature alien worm. Paradox. Whenever you cast a spell from anywhere other than your hand, Memory Worm deals 2 damage to target player. That player discards a card, then draws a card. Put a plus 1 counter on Memory Worm. This is actually really stupid strong! Imagine this in a Prosper deck because oh, you because because a lot of people would uh, be like, unless you really wanted to want to be discarding cards or uh, care about the graveyard, this could affect a lot of car- a lot of decks, like just force mm-hmm. discard. They get the card, they get to replace the card, but it's still very strong.
1: Wow, I hadn't seen this one. It's good, it's a good card, yeah. We have another companion as well.
0: Yes. Uh, we have Dan Lewis. One in a red for a 2-2 legendary creature human. Each non-creature, non-equipment artifact. you control is an equipment with Equip 1. And Equip Creature gets plus 1 plus 0 in addition to, to its... Wait, what? <laughs> Whoa, in equip addition equip to creature, its other types. Yeah. Ah, plus 1 plus 0. Uh, yeah, the Equip Creature... Equipment with Equip 1... Uh, and the equipment creature gets plus one plus zero in addition to its other types okay it's i i, I, I didn't see the the little equipment uh thing at, and it has doctor's companion uh so basically your soul ring becomes a, a uh it's an equipment plus one
1: plus zero. <laughs> oh, shit, that's amazing but, uh,
0: and the next card is psychic paper two or uh, two mana for an artifact equipment a second paper com- becomes attached to a creature choose a creature card name and a creature type equipped creature has ward 1 they can't be blocked and its name and creature type are the, la- the last chosen name and creature type Equ- and equipped for two there was a legacy combo that tried to use this to try to cheat in a, a, a Emrakul the Aeon's Torn into play with this i forgot the other card that allowed you to do this but basically you put psychic paper onto another creature and mm-hmm. cast the other card that looks for the, uh, the card you need
2: wow i mean but is psychic paper like a like a reprint or is it oh did they just like figure oh, it out as soon it was, was spoiled? It's, a, it's a it's a new card okay so they just kind of figured it out like as soon as they were spoiled they were like ah yes we can use this in legacy to be and that's why that yeah <laughs> Nice.
0: Uh, the I next love this card. Community. Yeah. <laughs> the, the next card is Danny Pink, three and a blue for a four-three legendary creature, human soldier advisor. He has mentor and creatures you control have whenever one or more counters are put onto this creature for the first time each turn, draw a card. This is actually really strong. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I like yeah. that even though he spent time with the doctor. For like very, very, very uh, small amount of time, he is not a doctor's companion.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and uh, a friend pointed out that it's kind of sad that he's still considered a soldier, like because, mm. because of what happens in, in, in his story. Uh, this effect is very, very strong. And the first commander that I thought of is Optimus Prime, the Autobot leader, because uh, you get to put a plus one counter on uh, in each end right. step and so you draw a card each end step and it's each creature you control have this has this ability so if you I have mean, a way to put a plus one counter on six creatures then you draw six cards i
2: was actually thinking about kumena when i saw this it's just a little slow because kumena right. is outdated and slow but
0: kumena. you know to, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The,
2: the merfolk commander you tap five merfolk you put a uh, one one counter on all of your merfolk mm-hmm. so you're drawing five cards like also <laughs> It yeah. just sucks that it just you know it's it's really slow because of the whole creature typing thing and so on. But either way, that would be
1: really fun. Yeah. And now we gotta build another deck. <laughs> cool. Okay. So, um, JP, take take the the last one. Like that. We, yeah. What we'll do is that each row will will tr- trade okay so we got quantum misalignment four and a blue for
0: uh for sorcery uh create a token that's a copy of target creature you control except it isn't legendary and it has rebound uh we i'm pretty sure we've seen this type of effect before Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. okay chris take it away
2: Ah, we got Bill, wait bill, was that bill oh god that, that was an r for a second that's bill potts uh legendary yes. creature human comes out for three colorless mana and one red whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell that only targets bill pots or activates an ability that only targets bill pots copy that spell or ability you may choose new targets for the copy this ability triggers only once each turn and he has doctor's companion uh, he's also a 2-4 Legendary Creature Human. Just, just keep it, keeping in mind, you know, just more stuff to pump up your humans, am I right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of a shame that it only, um, copies the ability once, considering that we already have, um, I forget the name of the card, but the goblin that you oh, targeted yeah. and really just, yeah. Like, considering that we have cards like Zada, it's kind of sad that this guy only triggers once. No, so yeah, I'm
0: is, not. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. this is limited Zada with partner. think of it that way.
2: Yeah, exactly. limited Zada with partner, and I think I think Zada doesn't cover like a lot of the, the abilities that do the same thing. Don't cover abilities,
0: do they? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Zada only cares
2: about insulin sorceries. Exactly. Like they usually don't cover abilities, which I think is interesting. I think the ability thing might have been the thing that actually kept this from. Um... Uh, What's that called like The reason why they chose to do this only once each turn Other than the fact that it has doctor's companion sure because either way the fact that it's doctor's companion and not just straight-out companion does nerf it a lot Um, But if this wasn't just once each turn, I think it'd be really easy to break (laughs) Even at its current state, there's probably someone who'll, fig- who'll figure out how to break it, but who no, knows? We'll, we'll find out really soon.
1: That is true. Next,
2: next up we've got Impending Flux, That's 2 generic mana and 1 red for a sorcery. With Paradox, Impending Flux deals x damage to each opponent and each creature they control where x is 1, plus the number of spells that you've cast from anywhere other than your hand this turn. And it has a foretell cost of I think that's one uh, generic mana and two red. Mm-hmm. I would say they kind of made the f- they kind of made the cost worse on this one because in like the the first cost is more flexible than having to pay two red mana. Um, I kind of see the logic that they're going for because since it since you're casting it for the foretell cost. Technically, um, it's adding onto the spell, therefore that's why it should be harder to cast, I guess. But I don't know, I just don't agree with with where they're going with that. Then up next, we got Rotating Fireplace. Three generic mana for an artifact that enters the battlefield tapped with a time counter on it. You can tap it to add an amount of colorless mana equal to the number of time counters on Rotating Fireplace. You can also pay for mana to time travel. Um, Time travel is an ability you can only activate as a sorcery. And um, for each, um,
1: what's that called? For each suspended card you own and each permanent you control with a time counter on it, you may add or remove a time counter. Insane.
2: (laughs) I find it kind of fun though that we're getting like a, a time travel mechanic in in Magic, um, because of like it reminds me a lot of like playing DC where you have like a mechanic called chain travel. I don't know, it's, oh, just, yeah. it's like it's so weird to see it like in another card game. It's kind of like when you see Ward in lorcana and it's, it has a similar effect, and it doesn't Magic. But up next we have the w- one of the cards that I wish was a legendary right now: Frostfair Lurefish five generic mana one blue and one red for a total cost of seven it is a creature fish a seven seven fish creature um when frost fair lure fish enters the battlefield create two one one blue fish creature tokens and two tapped treasury tokens Fish you control have haste and can't be blocked by humans. It also has a foretell cost of five, so you can pay two and cast it for five later. Fun. And it's Just a step fun fishies, If you can find a way to blink that fish into oblivion, whether it's by adding something else, by doing some weird kiki piggy thing. Is this could potentially, potentially win you a game if you just blink
0: it enough times. <laughs> the reason the reason it says to tap treasure tokens is because uh, uh, Dead Eye Navigator would have gone infinite with this.
2: Yeah. Mhm. That's insane. Oh, that's great. I also like how, like, you know, as JP pointed out, like, R&D seems to be doing their job. <laughs> You you remember when we when we had this whole thing, like we were were just saying, like, why aren't the people at R&D doing their job? They look at that. They listen. They've they've made up for some of for like two of their billion mistakes. And I think we got, uh, was it John or JP going up next on the next row?
1: Yeah. So we got. um, So cool looking. I don't know if it's Irax or uh, Laraxa, Empress of Mars, Iraxa, Iraxa. Empress of Mars. It's two and two red, legendary creature, alien warrior. She has trample and battle cry plus paradox. Whenever you cast a spell from anywhere other than your hand, create a two, two red alien warrior creature token. And it's a five, four. It's an interesting card. For four mana, it could be your commander and then you can do crazy shenanigans. If you find a way in red, to do crazy shenanigans
2: i mean to be fair red does have a lot of like you know exile this card cast it later mm-hmm. cards as like their new uh well not new but like as their as their main uh card draw mechanic now so i think this is this is actually pretty viable
1: yep next card is called flatline it's two and blue instant features your opponent controls have a base power and toughness of zero one until end of turn seems excellent it says we found the missing people they're in the wall the 12th doctor mm. okay we're gonna go to now to the main set in this case we will be seeing more of the doctors um some of the the first three doctors um that we have here and davros has already been spoiled we have a reprint of the wedding ring as well so i'm just gonna go jump into the next row and i'll do this roll by that i can we can move forward um so we have ace fearless rebel is three in green legendary creature human rebel it has an uh an ability called nitro nine that says whenever ace the fearless rebel attacks you may sacrifice an artifact when you do put a one plus one counter on ace fearless rebel then it fights up to one target creature defending player controls it has doctor's companion and it's a 2-2 from there we have adipose offsprings offspring my bad is three and white creature alien has emerged for five and one white you may cast this spell by sacrificing a creature and play and paying the emerge cost reduced by that creature's mana value when Adipose offspring enters the battlefield, create a 2-2 white alien creature token. If Adipose offspring's emerge, cost was paid, instead create X of those tokens where X is the sacrifice creature's toughness.
0: Uh, a uh, friend pointed out that technically those are supposed to be humans. humans, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and also it is terrifying. When you oh it looks so cute then it has emerged and you have to sacrifice something and you're like oh my god mm-hmm. this is not a cute thing
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I i i agree <clears throat> so we have another card It's called all of history all at once is two and two blue sorcery it has time travel and it has storm another card that has only key abilities and that's it <laughs>
2: I mean it does do a pretty pretty
1: cool effect though mm-hmm. no it does it does then we have a very very key character from doctor who amy pond it's two and red legendary creature human partner with rory williams so that when uh she enters the battlefield um you can look for War- rory and put rory into your hand from the library and then shuffle whenever amy Pond deals combat damage to a player choose a suspended card you own and remove that many time counters from it there's a two-two with doctor's companion that's that this deck the timey wimey deck is going to be bonkers i i like it I think yeah. that probably off the box is going to be at least um uh from depending on what other cards is going to have i think off the box is going to be a good i think all of these decks are going to be fun to play with no upgrades if you just want to have like the doctor full full experience um but these things of like suspended cards and everything it gives a leeway to create new commanders um with these these type of mechanics the next uh, the next is a saga is one and two blue and uh, an unearthly child this is from the first doctor uh the first episode of the first doctor the three chapters do this the the following thing is reveal cards from top of your library until you reveal a doctor a card with doctor's companion or a vehicle card put that card into your hand and the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order
2: so essentially the doctor or so or a cast member that's excellent
1: Mm -hmm. okay let's go ahead and move to the to the next Set.
2: We, have, we got a cool reprint to start off with, we got As Foretold, we already know what As Foretold does but for those who don't real quick it's an enchantment that comes down for two generic mana, one blue. Um, and at the beginning of your upkeep you get to put a counter on As Foretold, a time counter to be specific so this actually goes really well with the mechanics that we have involving time counters including time travel. Um, once each turn you can pay zero rather than pay uh, for the mana cost of a spell you cast uh, with mana value x or less where x is the number of time counters on as foretold so essentially you just keep putting uh time counters on it each turn until you get to like the the, the number of counters enough to just cast a a free spell every turn and we got astrid down for one generic and one white mana a legendary creature human Um, whenever she enters the battlefield or attacks um, you get to create a food token Um, she has an ability which I can't I can't read the name
1: brand brand new sky
2: Ah, brand new sky and it says whenever you sacrifice a clue or food um, Astrid path explores um, I'm sorry Astrid path explores and you get to for those who don't know about uh, exploring, is uh, you get to reveal the top card of your library, put it into your hand. If it's a land, otherwise you get to put a one-one counter on it, and then put the card into your graveyard if you would like. Um, she's two-two, so she starts off small, but she can potentially grow with that explorer ability, which is really cool um then up next we have blink which if i'm not mistaken is referring
1: to the uh to the weeping angels was it from uh, yeah that doctor is of? the actually that is the actual scene where the doctor says what i post uh later the wibbly wobbly yeah. you know, timey-wimey stuff um that is uh an, a very very uh i'm gonna say very scary episode i think this is where in the 10th doctor they once again percent the weeping angels uh just for all of you that don't know the weeping angels are this type of like statue that are um uh, what their name they're weeping angel statues but if you blink you become one of them they like take you away is it, is it like
2: when you blink like while you're looking at them like can you look away yeah, no. and then blink like no, what are, the not. are no. you can't look no. away you can't look away oh okay so you can't look away from them at all
1: okay at all exactly at all <laughs> but if you blink
2: yeah if you blink you lie. technically
1: looked away for like half exactly. a second
2: exactly
0: and they move very fast
2: I mean, they are supposed to move in like a blink of an eye to take you, so I would assume so, yes. (laughs) That sounds terrifying. Yeah, that's- that's the one thing though, like just getting- getting a little bit off topic here. Um, I never liked the aesthetic of Doctor Who, um, but I always really like, like the- like the stories they tell. I think- I think they're amazing. They're- they're just genuinely like terrifying stuff going on, even with the stuff that when, when you see it in the series, isn't that terrifying? When they describe it to you, it's like, oh my god, that sounds horrible. But, you know, I, I unfortunately never got into the show for that reason. But again, I, I do recognize it as just like some wonderful like writers in that team. Like, oh man, so cool. But yeah, so Blink is a saga. It comes down for two colorless mana, one blue, one black uh, for a total of four. Um, choose target creature. Its owner shuffles it into their library. That's what it does for the, uh, for the first two um, chapters of the saga. Um, and then you get to investigate, which... Ouch. <laughs> just puts just puts a creature into, into your library and you get some payoff from it. And then on the last two, you get uh, to create a 2-2 black alien angel artifact creature token. That is so much. Um, with first strike, vigilance, and whenever an opponent casts a creature spell, um, this permanent isn't a creature until the end of turn. So it just turns into a statue, so the creature can look at it,
1: and the creature There's...
2: blinks and it's. smacks Did
1: you it. notice that Gosh. the chapters are off order?
2: I actually did not. That... Is this is this like a lore thing I'm not aware of that's pretty cool
1: yeah because the don't blink so you choose a creature you should choose target creature its owner shufflets it into their library then investigate Then you create an oh. you create an angel oh. but the thing is that it's uh, um, the it's angel. the
2: creature you you put back into the library oh that is so cool okay okay oh that's so weird that's that's so weird to like do that way though. I mean, it's it's fun. I like the order in that it that it's that you're supposed to play it in, but read like read wise that can throw you off like in a game yeah. of so hard. That's fun though. I like it a lot. I really do. Up next, we got City of Death. Based off of the name in itself, I'm surprised it's a green card, but it is the city of death instead of being like a, a ridiculously costed black card is actually a green card that comes down for two generic mana and one green mana um this first chapter creates a token uh, a treasure token um the rest of its uh, five other chapters right is that five yeah, yeah. uh you got the first chapter and then the other the other five uh you get to create a token that's a copy of target none saga token you control. Now, I assume we all know exactly the reason why this thing doesn't copy Saga tokens. Um, is the three I blind mice. exactly. I was thinking. Of, I was thinking specifically about the the whole thing with the three blind mice. I'm surprised that we even got to do that in white in the first place with the three blind mice. Um, the 3 Blind Mice plus City of Death would have been insane though. So, I I feel like, again, I feel like R&D kind of did their job this time, I like that. I gotta do a (laughs) little clap. Thank you so much. And then, we got what, to some people's opinions, may be the best uh, Doctor's Companion. Clara Oswald, a 6 colorless mana companion. Legendary Creature Human Advisor. Impossible Girl. If if Clara Oswald is your commander, choose a color before the game begins. Clara Oswald is the chosen color. If a triggered ability of a doctor you control triggers, that ability triggers an additional time. And like I mentioned, she has the ability Doctor's Companion, which means that she can be your commander if the other commander is a doctor. She is a 2-6 So she She got something like baby got back You know what I'm saying? Like she's she, a That's a 2-6 <laughs> um, Again it, uh, some, some people Could even argue that this is The best of the companions I think it's a little Like the, the 6 mana cost is something I don't personally like because I In a very personal way just don't like anything above like 4 mana in my command zone (laughs) unless it's gonna like automatically win me the game but that's just me that's me (laughs)
1: let's go to the next row JP, take it yes Uh,
0: Coward, Killer Coward and Killer Uh, so 1 in a red for Coward it's a sorcery target creature can't block this turn and becomes a coward in addition to its other types and uh, on no the turn and time travel and killer, time
1: travel.
0: uh yeah killer to red red killer deals three damage to target creature and each other creature that shares a creature type with it and uh, note that this card even though it's a two it has two sides it is not a fuse card so you cannot cast both sides mm-hmm. Uh next card is Kraken Time, 3 a white for an enchantment, vanishing three. When Kraken Time enters the battlefield at the begin and at the beginning of your pre-combat main phase, exalt every creature and opponent controls until Kraken Time leaves the battlefield. Uh, this sounds absolutely disgusting in Atraxa. <laughs> oh it's I an- mean... A-
2: I mean, it's just its just one of those enchantments that gets to take
0: something until it leaves the battlefield. I mean, it's not. Yeah. yeah, every I mean, turn with a because it loses three counters. It loses
1: one. Oh, I'm sorry. At the, be, at the beginning of the main phase. At the, the beginning phase, of, crew, of your pre combat main phase, exile yeah. with the creature. <laughs> Yeah, you just
2: keep taking stuff. I forgot about exactly. that second part. My bad. Yeah,
0: so so that's, that's then, why I like it, this
2: card. Enters
0: and with three it, counters. You lose one as uh, you gave it one. Give it one at the end step because you, you're you're playing a Traxa. Then mm-hmm. uh, in in your uh, in your upkeep you lose it loses one, but it's always gonna be basically at three or four. That's more. So you don't even you don't even have to go that far with a Traxa.
1: Exactly. <laughs> if you time travel, you can add another one. So
0: that's <laughs> absolutely insane. <laughs> Yeah.
2: <laughs> so you have uh, two, you would have two methods of adding stuff to your time travel cards.
0: This it's could deliberate. potentially like, this is this is a this is a, like this is an annoying card.
1: Yeah. Could
2: potentially make like a time travel attraxa deck actually, or at least like a time counter based attraxa deck. Instead of going the super friends route, that'd be interesting. I, yeah. I got to do some card research now. This would be fun. And
0: uh, then we got crisis of conscience. Four, and a white, four white white for a sorcery. Choose one, destroy all tokens, or destroy all non token permanents. Uh, I like this design space that is very, very niche and totally uh, a step away from far, farewell. Mm-hmm. So, Day of the Moon. It's an enchantment saga for Tuna Red. And uh, it says. Uh, choose a creature card name then go to all creatures with the name chosen for day uh, chosen for day of the moon it has three like it's three chapters for that
1: the silence oh my god yeah. I hate them
0: the silence is one of the previous ones yeah. yes and then death in heaven which is a really cool episode mm-hmm. three in black. Uh, it's a black it's a saga and enchantment a target player mills two cards and exiles their graveyard. Then you put all creatures exiled with death in heaven onto the battlefield face down under your control. There are two two Cyberman artifact creature
1: tokens. That's very strong. Yes. Yeah, four mana, that's pretty damn good. Yes. I love it. I love it. Let's go for the next row. So we're going to go ahead and start off with Dinosaur on a Spaceship. <laughs> is four and um red and white creature dinosaur it has vigilance and trample other dinosaurs you control get plus one plus one and have vigilance and trample it has suspend four for five mana it's three and one red and white whenever a time counter is removed from dinosaur on a spaceship while it's exiled create a two two red and white dinosaur creature token with flying and haste so you can technically speaking if you want to keep it keep it suspended with time travel you can manipulate um the counters and have a couple of bodies as well Mm -hmm. next card is donna noble that i would say that this is one of the best companions out there Uh, from the bunch of all the doctor's companions is three and red legendary creature human she has soul bound so that means that you may pair this card with a creature uh with another unpaired creature my bad and then it says whenever donna or a creature it's paired with it's is dealt damage donna deals that much damage to target opponent and it has the f- it famous <sighs> exactly it has the a famous doctor's companion uh doctor's companion and it's a 2-4 Mm -hmm. and then with next upcoming card is Ecstatic Beauty one of the best episodes uh, from Doctor Who is two in red sorcery exile. Exile the top three cards of your library you may play those cards until end of turn put four time counters on each of those cards that has that has suspended then it has suspend four for one red mana and now the most expensive card of the sets of the set is everybody lives. Is one and one it's one and white instant that says the following magical words. All creatures gain hexproof and indestructible until end of turn. Players gain hexproof until end of turn. Players can't lose life this turn and players can't lose the game or win the game this turn
0: i love this card this card this card is so good uh, i i i saw on uh, someone say that this card is a trap it is not good and uh, and, and 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 he would rather run a counter spell and i was like but what about the colors that don't have counter spells mm-hmm. this stops and because i because i hate the card this stops a thorough win.
1: exactly
0: it's a yeah. it's a non-blue way to stop a thorical win. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a this is a W in my book. Yeah. yeah.
1: Exactly. That's that's people what were, I was saying.
0: People were mentioning, oh, just run Angels Grace, but that doesn't like that doesn't that that doesn't do anything. This also gives indestructible. So if you have a board that you wanna keep, because your board is quite relevant then this protects it it's a two mana instant it is very very good i don't know why people are saying like like some people are saying like no this isn't that good no this is very
1: good this is very good because as well if you're a person that uh like us that we go to these um uh, cdh uh uh tournaments right and and he's like oh if you don't have a response i'm gonna win and you're like okay do your thing do your thing and then you're like well in response to whatever you're gonna do at the end i'm gonna cast everybody lives so whatever you're gonna do (laughs) that yeah it doesn't matter (laughs) you have to pass your turn yeah you know incredible yeah
0: and then next uh, card... Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, just guess, notably this also stops Underworld Breach combo because mm-hmm. brain freeze mm-hmm. needs to target and if you're... Uh, if you cast the... Uh, so everybody lives and they, they only have themselves to target mm-hmm. know- Well I mean,
2: they can still just target your lands.
0: No, yeah, like yeah,
2: yeah, this, still, this, this still like it, it like players gain hex proof and creatures gain hex proof but they can just target your lands
1: yeah but like brain freeze is target player it's target player
2: exactly. oh my bad i was thinking about the other one not brain freeze i was thinking about the one with buyback my bad no nah. yeah.
1: no no but yeah this is a great card um i i actually at, at, as soon as it as soon as if it was when i was uh spoiled i was like this card is going to be expensive especially in its foil in its foil format so if you if you at least uh figure out um which commander deck it comes if you get the commander for a good price you have a good card at least um from the nine from the 99 next card is everything comes to dust this seven and three white sorcery it has convoke so that means that your creatures can help you cast this card exile all creatures except those that share a creature type with a creature that convoked this spell all artifacts and all enchantments shit i just read the card and i'm like hey how about if i exile everything but my slivers stay in the game Ice. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's what that is. Just be beautiful. Like I keep thinking. Like I'm. i I recently like tried uh, building another another version of but All I can think about when I saw this was just like, oh look at that! Just in time for the tribal that I'm making. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent.
1: Let's go for the for the next uh, four yeah. four knocks. Yeah. We already spoken mm-hmm. about this one. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: That's my favorite. We, 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 what about Flesh Duplicate?
1: Exactly. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm just mentioning oh. the at least the reprints. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, the reprint is Exotic Orchard Farewell and Fiery Islet. Um. Uh, mm-hmm. I uh, I've already expressed how I feel Farewell was a mistake, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, so
2: what well, as a mistake do you mean? As like it being printed in the set or what exactly? No,
0: no. Mean? It's a, it's a mistake of a card. What? Come on. Yeah. You, even Gavin Urhey, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Gavin Urhey says like the, the the designer of the card says it was a mistake of a card. They're mo- they're moving away from this type of effect. Because so the problem with Farewell. Is that it says choose one or more, not choose yeah. one or choose two or choose mm-hmm. three. No, uh, choose three would be too much. Choose one or two like that. Uh, you can choose choose, all choose the
2: three modes. would be too much, but you can literally just choose all the modes on the card anyways. So
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, choose one or two or just choosing one would be uh good but it's just too good and uh, it doesn't i I feel like it doesn't promote a good uh uh, what's it called gameplay scenarios it doesn't produce good gameplay scenarios it produces a lot of feels bad i'll
1: cast farewell choose all of them and then in response to the cast i'll cast teferi's protection (laughs) bye-bye
2: Man, if you do all that in a turn, you deserve to win anyway. I, get, I guess. How many mana? You're using that's like nine, nine, nine man. mana. Let's ten. No. No, no. Wait, six? No, that's nine. nine, 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 nine. That's nine, nine. mana. It, nine, it's still nine, thing. You're using up nine mana in a turn. Like, you deserve to win at that point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you you deserve to just go farewell, test protection, and just be like, yeah, we're all just going to scoop. <laughs> uh,
0: I've seen people just cast farewell to, uh, farewell to extend the game. So, too many times. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, flesh duplicate blue blue creature shapeshifter rebel it's a zero zero, but but you may have flesh duplicate enter the battlefield as a copy of any creature on the battlefield except it has vanishing 3 if that creature doesn't have vanishing uh, I'm seeing dark side right here another yeah. dark side this is a yeah. phantasmal image but for, uh, for a stricter cost for blue blue uh, and you can blink it and you can do more stuff with it all I heard uh, is cool the better yeah uh, this is a very very good card and it doesn't say price but mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure this is one of the more expensive ones and mm-hmm. then four knocks uh, tuna white vanishing four the beginning of your pre-combat main phase draw card okay draw card. <laughs> pretty good hey it's consistent card drawing white
2: you know like mm-hmm. you you don't often get consistent card drawing white it does have Vanishing Four, which, you know, again, white can never get anything that's just good. But hey, we got
1: some. Go ahead. Um, Chris, it's your turn.
2: Oh, really? Alright, so we got the Saga Fugitive of the Jadoon. Um, it comes down for four colorless mana or generic mana, whichever you'd like to use, and one green for a total cost of five. Um, first chapter creates a 1-1 white human creature token with Ward 2 and a 4-4 white alien rhino creature token as well. Um, you get to investigate once in the second chapter, and in the third chapter you may exile a human you control and an artifact you control. If you do, search your library for a doctor card, put it onto the battlefield, and then shuffle. Does it feel bad to wait 3 turns to get a Doctor onto the battlefield? Yes. Does it feel bad when you realize you can bring like an an insanely costed Doctor card onto the battlefield with just waiting 3 turns or just finding a way to move those counters around? Not as much. We got the... Galifrey? Galifrey. The Galifrey Console Chamber. It's a legendary land. Um, and when it enters the battlefield, you get to Surveil 1, which I think is great. You can tap it for one colorless mana, or you can add one mana of any color, um, but you can only spend that mana to cost Time Lord or Alien uh, spells, or activate an ability of a Time Lord or Alien. In other words, you can only use it from cards of this set.
1: And that's kinda cool, I like that.
2: Um, you also got the Gallifrit yeah, I got aren't it.
1: there aren't there aren't there aliens in the last sunset
2: i don't know if any of them are legal but yeah it's it's like yeah that there are want. a
1: couple that are legal. yeah Fun. remember not all of them had acorns
2: correct Oof. so we have the gallifrey falls it is a six cost oh well, it's a gallifrey falls and also no more um Gallifrey Falls is a 6 costed, uh, that's 4 generic mana and 2 red for an instant, that deals 4 damage to each creature. If a creature dealt damage this way would die this turn, uh, it gets exiled instead. And then you got the instant No More, which for 2 generic mana and 1 white, um, tells you that any number of creatures you control can phase out, so you can like, uh, what's up, you can choose specifically what creatures get to phase out or don't, um, which I find really interesting, like if you need something to die or be exiled with a certain effect, or like a board wipe or something, like you don't want it to be protected, like, you can, um, which I think is actually pretty relevant. (laughs) Um, you also got the, uh, Gallifrey Stands, um, comes down for 4 generic mana, 1 white, 1 blue legendary enchantment when it enters the battlefield you get to return all doctor cards from your graveyard to your hand again weird to see uh, what's it called like a, a, not reanimation necessarily but like recursion in blue uh, blue white for creatures um at the beginning of your upkeep you can put a doctor creature card from your hand onto the battlefield and if you control 13 or more, more doctors you win the game in other words you just buy all of your doctors right you put them all into one deck, one deck. <laughs> and you put a you put a bunch of like phantasmal image and all that fun stuff and then you just slap this on the board and watch everybody go nuts and try to kill you or remove your enchantment. But since you're playing blue-white because you're a real asshole, um, you, get to, you get to watch them all just suffer defeat in the most inevitable feeling way possible. And you just counter everything. Ugh oh, beautiful, beautiful way to end a game. And then you got Genesis of the Daleks. Uh, four generic mana and two black for a total cost of six. In the first three chapters of the Genesis of the Dalek saga, you get to create a three-three Black Dalek artifact creature token with menace for each lore counter on Genesis of the Dalek. I didn't read that part. I, I didn't see that earlier. What do you mean for each? What do you, what do you mean for each time counter? Hold your horses. So lore the first counter, time you make one for each lore counter, like for the the first time you create one Dalek the second time you make two Daleks so you have three Daleks now and the third time you make three Daleks so that means you got six Daleks you just oh my god that is beautiful that is that is lovely all right so at the final chapter of the genesis Holy of the Daleks <laughs> target opponent faces a villainous choice destroy all dalek creatures and each of your opponents lose life equal to the power of the daleks that died this turn or destroy all non-dalek creatures so so either the entire board takes uh how much damage is that 20 24 is it no i'm sorry that's 36 damage. The board takes thirty-six
1: damage. Ouch! (laughs) Or, and that's not including if you have more. Or or they like their own board.
2: Wow, that is in fact a villainous choice. I I am thirsty for that card. I, I, I I would like to build the Dalek deck simply around Genesis of the Daleks. I didn't want to buy this set, but now you've shown me this. I, I I didn't I didn't read that right the first time. Like the villainous choice, like I I knew it was insane, but I, I didn't realize that you get to make that many Daleks. It was just like, okay, you make three Daleks. That's, that's okay, it's fine. No, I I was terribly wrong. This that that card is fun. I'm not saying it's good or that it's amazing, but that is fun. That is extremely fun. <laughs>
1: Yeah, let's go ahead and uh keep moving forward i think that we're uh there's still cards to talk about and we want to go through them as fast as we can so next um next cards are the following is heaven sent is blue and red first two chapters is investigate this is an enchantment saga and the third one is heaven sent deals one damage to each opponent then if an opponent has zero or less life draw seven cards otherwise exile heaven sent and you may cast it this turn so you can cast it once again even though it was on even though it was exiled wow Mm -hmm. Then we have idris soul of the tardis is one and red and blue legendary creature human incarnation so it has vanishing three in print when idris soul of the tardis enters the battlefield exile another artifact you control until idris leaves the battlefield idris has all activated ability activated and triggered abilities of the exiled card and gets x plus x where x is the exiled cards mana value Nice. then we have Jamie McCrimmon is 2 in green legendary creature human warrior he has trample whenever you cast a historic a historic spell Jamie McCrimmon gets plus x plus x until end of turn where x is that spells mana value it has the doctor's companion and is a 2-2 <clears throat> and then we still, have
2: uh, put it in a Jota deck and watch it go bird exactly (laughs)
1: Uh, then we have jenny generated anomaly is two red and white legendary creature time lord soldier she has double strike whenever jenny deals combat damage to a player it explores and it's a 2-3 it's really simple but Mm -hmm.
2: like boros can put in wheel spells to lessen its card draw issues, but it's still, it's at the end of the day it still has white, therefore it's always going to have problems with card draw, right? Um, so I think Explore is a pretty good alternative here, like you either get to put a 1-1, one, one, you, you essentially get to draw two cards regardless, and with a lot of the uh, kind of recursion things that Boros has been getting, this could potentially be a really fun aggro commander to play.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. And then we have our next uh doctor's companion this is joe grant is two and white legendary creature human soldier each historic card in your hand has cycling um two and white so that means that you can discard the the, the, the historic spell um, or the historic card my bad the historic card and draw a card whenever you cycle a card put a one plus one counter on joe grant
0: Course the
2: Doctor's Companion
1: Mechanic.
0: hmm Yeah. Uh, in the next file uh, line we have K9 Mark One. Uh, Our blues one, clues. one blue for a one one legendary artifact creature robot dog. Negative. As long as K9 Mark One is untapped, other legendary creatures you control have award one. And affirmative, one and a blue, target legendary creature can be blocked this turn, and it is a doctor's companion. This is very strong. Very
2: mm-hmm. I would love to see that
0: in the Jota deck, that's beautiful. uh, Martha Jones, 2 and a blue for a 3-2, legendary creature human cleric, woman who walked the earth when Martha Jones enters the battlefield, investigate. Whenever you sacrifice a clue, Martha Jones and Abdul, uh, one other target creature can't be blocked this turn and she has Doctor's Companion. Mm-hmm. We've already covered Missy, if I'm not mistaken, as she was yes. uh, spo- uh, spoiled earlier. Nano Love gene. The mm-hmm. uh, three to blue, two star- uh, sorcery, two starter creature you control. Each other creature becomes a copy of that creature until end of turn, except it isn't legendary. How
1: about if I turn it off? Oh. This is absolutely terrifying because this is Are you my mummy? yes i know yeah. uh, literally when this card was spoiled um i was uh, in a chat that i have with carlos and um, gomez and, Hor- and and george i was like how about if i turn all my slivers to the sliv- to the first sliver and then i just cast a sliver Ooh. cascade cascade cascade. cascade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyways and
0: now we have perry brown three in a white a 2-3 legendary creature human the first historic spell you cast each turn has Convoke, and she has doctor's companion Mm -hmm. one of the cool things about doctor's companion is it's very it makes your deck very customizable as to Mm -hmm. what you want to be doing that's very interesting uh next line
2: take it away chris we got the rms titanic it's a legendary artifact vehicle that comes down for three generic mana and one red for a total cost of four it is a seven one trample uh trample vehicle uh, when it deals combat damage to a player you can sacrifice it and create that many treasure tokens so you crew it for three right with like a three cost creature yes smack someone for flying trample hopefully for the full seven damage and you make seven treasure tokens spicy uh we also have generations restored an enchantment that comes down for one white mana and one blue it has vanishing 12 so it's going to enter with 12, 12 uh time counters on it And then whenever one or more creatures, uh, I'm sorry, whenever one or more time counters are removed from from generations restored, scry one and you gain one life. Then, if generations restored has no time counters on it, exile it. When you do, take an extra turn after this one. Again, just tempting me with these extra turn things and then you get reverse the polarity. For one generic mana and two blue, you get an instant that lets you counter all other spells. So summary dismissal, but better is what I'm hearing so far. Uh, Well, not better, because it doesn't uh, exile the things, but you get the point. Uh, Switch each other creature's power and toughness until the end of the turn, and then creatures can't be blocked this turn. I would love to rebuild Baral just to run Reverse Polarity, that is wonderful. Uh, then we got River Song, which I'll let JP take because he did mention that was the favorite creature and character in the set
0: to so go ahead. I'm pretty sure we covered her because I was very, very excited. Yeah. But I'll, I'll, I'll happily cover her again. Uh, River Song, one, a bl- uh, one blue and a red, so three mana for a 2-2 legendary creature, Human Time Lord, Rogue meet in reverse you draw cards from the bottom of your library rather than the top and spoilers whenever an appointed scries, surveils or searches their library put a plus one counter on riversong then she deals damage to that uh, player equal to the it, to its power and uh, she has a combo with time stream navigator you can put this curiosity effects on her and you'll stall drawing cards she's a <laughs> stacks piece in blue red mm-hmm. i love her
2: Yep, insane so we got river songs diary coming up next which is why river is so relevant and important um and says uh she has it's a three mana artifact for three generic mana it has imprint. print whenever a player casts an instant or sorcery from their hand exile it instead of putting it into the graveyard as it resolves at the beginning of your upkeep if there are four or more cards exiled with river songs diary Choose one of them at random. You may cast it without paying its mana cost. I don't love it. And I don't I don't love the card. But it is potentially fun if you have like a if you have a play group which has a lot of spell slingers in it and they're looking to like, you know, do mm-hmm. the kind of stuff I like doing, like casting lots of extra turn spells and lots of like really big and flashy spells. Probably a fun card to run in your playgroup, as long as everyone's, you know, not going super like high power CDH, I think should be fine. Because it would really suck to, for example, just get like uh what's it called? Like a demonic consultation out of this and then just rolling the random die and just getting oh look at that i get to cast demonic consultation and i don't have a pastor in hand. however however potentially a cool card if you have that kind of luck in which you are a Thorable player and you exiled someone's demonic consultation with this so yeah you know, just just a fun chaotic card
1: mm-hmm. i agree throw coming up is for you correct john yes so next card is rory williams um blue and white legendary creature human soldier partner with amy pond has first strike and lifelink and he and he is the last Centaurian. um when you cast this spell from from anywhere other than exile exile it with three time counters on it it gains suspend then investigate so technically speaking um his his uh effect is because through the lore it has very it's part of the of his lore as the last centaurian so that's why he comes into play and then leaves and then comes back <laughs> well he doesn't he
0: doesn't even come into play he just he he gets like, exiled he gets exiled immediately exactly Casted and then, you, and he gets
1: exiled. And then and yeah but then you have it gains suspend and then it comes yeah. to play um but what i what i mean is that it's it's very important due to the story behind the last centaurian oh yeah it's giving to we... fairy to be honest <laughs> <laughs> next card is rose tyler another of uh, one of the first companions when doctor who um came back uh so it's one in white legendary creature human rose tyler gets plus one plus one for each time counter on it she as well has bad wolf whenever rose cider attacks put a time counter on it for each suspended card you own and each other permanent you control with a time counter on it it has the doctor's um companion next card is an instant as blue and red run for your life is um that is one of the worst episodes of doctor who um <laughs> And it's actually that's not the name of the, of the episode just in case one or two target creatures each gain haste until end of turn they can't be blocked this turn except by creatures with haste and then it has escape for two two generic mana and uh, blue and red exile for other cards from your graveyard next card is Ryan Sinclair two and red human Whenever Ryan attacks, exile cards from the top of your library until you exile a non land card. You may cast the exiled card without paying its mana cost um, if it's a spell with mana value less than or equal to Ryan's power. Put the exiled cards not cast this way on the bottom of your library in a random order. And it has the Doctor's Companion as well. Next card is Sally Sparrow two white and blue legendary creature human detective you may cast creature spells as though as they had flash whenever one or more other creatures you control leave the battlefield investigate this ability triggers only once each turn and is a two three
0: okay Next card is Sarah Jane Smith. We already covered this, but just as a reminder, one in a white. She's a two-one legendary creature, human detective. Whenever you cast a historic spell, investigate, and this ability triggers only once each turn. She has Doctor's Companion, Sunbaked Canyon as a reprint, which is a really nice reprint. Uh, Susan Foreman, one in a green for a one-one legendary creature, Time Lord. If you would planeswalk instead, look at the top two cards of your planar deck put one of them on the bottom of your Planar deck and the other on top then planeswalk she can tap to add a green and she has doctor's companion Tegan Jovanka is a two and a white for a two two legendary creature human she has braveheart whenever you attack target attacking historic creature gets plus one plus one and gain is indestructible until end of turn she has doctor's companion and the case of Androzani is three and a white it's a enchantment saga Uh, put two stun like it has four chapters chapter one put two stun counters on each of up to two target tapped creatures Uh, chapter two and three is for each non-saga permanence choose a counter on it you may put an additional counter on that kind of of that kind on that permanent and then chapter four is search your library for a doctor reveal it and put it into your hand then shuffle your library and am so sad
2: that that thing makes reference to non-saga permanents and then tom Bombadil can't take advantage of it like why why do you give me more sagas and not let me use them for tom girl
1: the fun part is that we're gonna start talking and we're gonna see start seeing the doctors go ahead chris
2: we got the curse of Fenric over here uh another saga coming in for two generic mana one green and one white for each player destroy up to one target creature that player controls for each creature destroyed this way it's controller gets a three three green mutant creature token with death touch. Target non-token creature becomes a on the second chapter I mean uh a target non-token creature becomes a legendary horror creature a I'm sorry, six six legendary uh horror creature named uh Henrik, and it loses all abilities. Um and on the third um third chapter Target mutant fights another target creature named Fenric. Um, I don't know if this is like super flavorful or something, but it's just like really long-winded removal (laughs) to me, but I find it really fun. Uh, We have the Dalek Emperor, which comes down for 5 generic mana, 1 black, and 1 red. Um, It's a legendary artifact creature, Dalek. And it has Affinity for Daleks, costing one less mana for each Dalek you control. Other Daleks you control have Haste. And at the, beginning of, uh, at the beginning of combat on your turn, each opponent faces a villainous choice. That's honestly becoming my favorite phrase. That player sacrifices a creature they control, or you create a 3-3 Black Dalek Artifact Creature token with Menace. And this Dalek Emperor is a 6-6. So super fun stuff. It's a shame that his mana cost is up to 7 and we really haven't seen enough Daleks to kind of justify this thing, but it just looks like so much fun. Um, Up next, we got another saga called The Day of the Doctor uh in the first three chapters you are going to exile cards from the top of your library until you um you exile a legendary a yeah. uh, legendary card uh, and then you may play that card for as long as day of the doctor remains on the battlefield and then you put the rest of the exiled cards on the bottom of your library in any random order so essentially for a total of four turns you get to cast you know whatever uh whatever you pull out with this thing which is always going to be a legendary and then at the end you choose up to three doctors you
1: uh, and then you may wait you may choose exile up to, choose up to three doctors and yeah. you may exile <laughs> all, all other creatures if you do the day of the doctor deals 13 damage to you
2: what I what I don't understand from this, right, is like when it says choose three doctors, like like is
1: it like on your battlefield, I guess? I imagine, yeah.
2: Okay. And then after that we got the eighth doctor. The eighth doctor is a legendary creature, Time Lord Doctor. He's a four four. He comes down for four generic mana, one white, one blue and when he enters the battlefield you mill in cards once during each of your turns you may play a historic land or cast a historic permanent spell from your graveyard if you do it gains if this permanent would leave the battlefield exile it instead of putting it anywhere else potentially super fun again going into the theme of like white and blue color combo like Azorius color combo getting uh, Like a type of recursion, which in this case it's just—it's uh, not what does it count as reanimation if you if you're just kind of casting it from your graveyard? I,
1: mean, I don't know. No
2: up next we got the 11th doctor he comes down for one generic mana one white one blue staying in the azorius color combination and he's a legendary creature time lord doctor as expected he has three power and two toughness and he has an ability called i am talking whenever the 11th doctor deals combat damage to a player you may exile a card from your hand with a number of time counters on it equal to its mana value. If you, if it doesn't have suspend, it gains suspend. You can also pay two mana, two generic mana. Um, target creature with power three or less cannot be blocked this turn. I have,
0: I have words for this one. Uh, so Amy Pond says that whenever she deals damage, she removes uh, that much time counters from a, from a mm-hmm. card in exile and you choose which one so uh, you you hit with like you activate uh, the 11th doctor's ability targeting himself and then you activate the uh, the 11th doctor ability targeting any pond you attack with both both connect with the 11th doctor's ability you will uh, ca- you will exile rory williams and with uh, Amy Pond's ability, you will remove two counters from uh, Rory Williams and cast it for, uh, from exile. It is so flavorful that those three work that way. Because mm-hmm. you could have uh, Amy Pond become the, the doctor's companion. And when she enters, because she has partnered with Rory Williams, you search your library for uh, Rory and put it into your hand. And now you can exile it with uh, the 11th doctor and then put it into play with uh amy pond that is so flavorful
1: yes completely agree now let's go to the next batch the face of bow is already a card that we have um uh spoke about but let's go ahead and talk about the other one oh and i think flux as well if i'm not mistaken uh well let's go ahead the 11th hour is three in blue the first chapter is search your library for a doctor Card, reveal it and put it into your hand then shuffle the second chapter is create a food token and a one one white human creature token with doctor spell you cast cost one less then chapter three is create a token that's a copy of target creature except it's a legendary alien named prisoner zero it is a flavor of an episode from doctor who now we have two doctors to present and i'm going to be presenting the fifth doctor it's two white and blue legendary creature time lord doctor he has peaceful coexistence at the beginning of your end step put a one one counter on each creature you control that didn't attack or enter the battlefield this turn untap those creatures and it's a two two then we have the first doctor is one generic mana and um blue white uh same uh legendary creature types when the first doctor enters the battlefield search your library and or graveyard for a card named tardis reveal it and put it into your hand if you search your library this way shuffle whenever you cast a spell with cascade put a one plus one counter on target artifact or creature and as well, he is a 2 Yeah. I think it's JP's turn. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure the Flux, we already talked about it. Yes. Uh, the Foretold Soldier as well. Uh, the cards we need to talk about are the Fugitive Doctor, which is 3 red, green, for a 4-4 Legendary Creature, Time Lord, Doctor. When the Fugitive Doctor enters in the battlefield, investigate. Whenever the Fugitive Doctor attacks, you may sacrifice a clue, but you do target instant sorcery card in your graveyard games flashback for 2 red and a green. The Girl in the Fireplace is a 2-in-a-white enchantment saga. Uh, the first chapter is create a 1-1 one, one white human noble creature token with vanishing 3 and prevent all damage that would be dealt to this creature. The second chapter is create a 2-2 white horse creature token with doctors you control have horsemanship. And the third chapter is whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player this turn, time travel. Which is very strong. Uh, the next card is the knight of the doctor for white wife for an enchantment saga the first chapter is destroy all creatures and the second chapter is return target legendary creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield put your choice of a first strike vigilance or lifelink counter on it uh, if this is like the jeskai deck the jeskai deck has a lot of board wipes for it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the ninth doctor one blue and a red for so three mana for a two four Legendary creature, Time Lord Doctor. He has haste. Into the TARDIS. Whenever the t- Ninth Doctor becomes untapped during your untap step, you get an additional upkeep after th- this step. So you get two upkeeps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a fun card. Would also... Yes.
2: Up next, we have La Pan- uh, the Pandorica it's uh two colorless mana and one right and one white and one right uh one white for a legendary artifact uh, and then you can choose not to untap the pandorica during your untap step um you pay four is that is that no it's one or white. Four? Oh, it's one white. i thought that was never mind. so it's uh one generic mana and one white um to tap it and then you may untap another Target non-land permanent, then it phases out. It can't phase in for as long as the Pandorica remains tapped. When the Pandorica becomes untapped or leaves the battlefield, that permanent phases in. Activate only as a sorcery. That last part is the only part that makes this card so sad. Because that the Pandorica as like a protection <laughs> artifact seems excellent. So we have the Parting of Ways, a saga that comes down for four generic mana and two red. You can uh, exile the top five cards of your library on the first chapter, and for each non-land permanent card exiled this way, or I'm sorry, for each non-land card, not permanent. For each non-land card exiled this way, you put a number of time counters on that card equal to its mana value. If it doesn't have suspend, it gains suspend. On the second chapter, you time travel. And then, you time travel. And then on the third chapter, for each opponent, destroy up to one target artifact that player controls. If this didn't cost six mana, this would be ridiculous. (laughs) Getting this, like being able to pop this off early game and having stuff like for the late game would be excellent. Then we got the second doctor, that's two generic mana, one white, one blue. Legendary creature, Time Lord Doctor. Players have no maximum hand size, uh, he is a 2-4, and he also has the ability uh, House Civil of You. At the beginning of your end step, each player may draw a card. Each opponent who does can't attack you or uh, permanents you control during their next turn. I feel like the second doctor should have read can't attack you and can't target permanence you control during their next turn. But maybe that would have been a bit much, but I think it would have also been like... You know would have made you put more on a uh like on a scale whether to draw that card or not the seventh doctor three generic mana one white one blue the legendary creature time lord doctor he is a three six and it says that whenever the seventh doctor attacks you get to choose a card in your hand defending player guesses whether that card's mana value is greater than the number of artifacts you control if they guess wrong You may cast it without paying its mana cost if you don't cast a spell this way investigate i find that really really fun extremely fun um (laughs) and we have the six doctor he comes down for four generic mana one green one blue legendary creature time lord doctor um he has uh he's a three three with the ability time lords i'm sorry i can't read that one is that prerogative Prerogative. time words Um, whenever you cast a historic spell, copy it, except this copy isn't legendary, this ability triggers only once each turn. That is insane, and again, I I, I long to see like half of the cards of this set in a Jota deck because it would be absolutely bonkers, it's just, oh
1: man, I do Actually, no. If you have the the blue white enchantment, I think that enchantment is legendary. The blue white enchantment, which one is it? Uh, the one that it looks for that if you have the thirteen doctors, you win. It's legendary. Oh, right. <laughs> so literally, you can play all thirteen doctors with Joda, and even though all of their abilities are just. Everywhere, the whole point is just to cascade into the doctors and play the legendary. John, they don't have
2: to be differently named doctors, John, so you can just copy all of them. No, no,
1: yeah, yeah, but I I, what I was saying, and then (laughs) 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 it's flavor wise, that's what I'm saying. like you have all 13 doctors in one deck. Oh, that's insane. So even though fun. we have we have one doctor here that eats he is a very that, that's interesting
2: I mean, though the, the doctors have a bunch of like if you cast something from other mm-hmm. from anywhere other than your hand abilities so you can just have the have the cascade from joda trigger those and this gets insane fun but let's yeah. going
1: so the veil art the veil yard is already a card that we have already <laughs> spoken about before But well, let's go ahead with the doctors we have the third doctor This two and green blue uh Time Lord Doctor, so I'm not going to miss mention the legendary creature because they are all, all Time Lord Doctors. Um, so he has Trample, the third doctor gets plus 1 plus 1 for each non creature token you control. When the third doctor enters the battlefield, create your choice of a clue token, a food token, or a treasure token, and he's a 2 2. And then we have the infamous, um, the 12th Doctor, um, he's three. Uh, blue and red this the first spell you cast from anywhere other than your hand each turn has demonstrate when you cast this that spell you can you may copy it if you do choose an opponent to also copy it a copy of a permanent spell becomes a token whenever you copy a spell put a plus one plus one counter on the 12th doctor and he is a four four
2: okay but let's, let's just say that you use the 12th Doctor and you cast Goblin Game, and then you copy Goblin Game with uh, with another spell. And then you make somebody else cast Goblin Game, and then make the other guy copy this guy's Goblin Game. Therefore, you get to play like four Goblin Games at once, and everybody will just be so tired they're scoop. <laughs> it's an excellent win con, John. Come on, hear me
1: out. <laughs> <laughs> next card is the war doctor is two and red white whenever one or more other permanents other permanents phase out and whenever one or more other cards are put into exile from anywhere put a time counter on the war doctor whenever the war doctor attacks it deals damage equal to the number of time counters on it to any target if a creature dealt damage this way would die this turn exile it instead and it's a three five interesting card Then we have um, another uh, another saga that's called the War Games is two and two white. first chapter is each player creates three tapped 1-1 white warrior creature tokens. The tokens are goaded for as long as the war game remains on the battlefield. Chapter two and three is put a 1-1 counter on each warrior creature. And then the last chapter is that you may exile a non-token creature you control when you do exile all warriors.
0: Okay. Uh, the next card is the Wedding of Riversong. Tuna White, Sorcery, draw two cards. Then you may exile an online card from your hand with a number of time counters equal to its mana value. Then target opponent does the same. Cards exile this way, don't have suspend, and gain aside sus- that don't have to suspend... Gain suspend and time travel. Then we have a la- legendary land, Trenzalore Clock Tower. Uh, you can tap it for a blue and put a time counter on it. And you can play one and a blue to tap it. Remove 12 time counters from Trenzalore Clock Tower and exile it. Shuffle your graveyard and hand it into your library, then draw seven cards. Activate only if you control a time board.
1: We have Trial of a Time Reward. Whoa, 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 whoa. This card is is or... a a bad time twister oh yeah <laughs> holy shit
0: <laughs> uh, the fun part is uh... oh no yeah never mind uh, uh you, you still exile uh, the, the land so mm-hmm. Uh, trial of a time lord enchantment saga one white white so three mana uh, chapters one two and three are exile target non-token creature and opponent controls until trial of the time lord leaves the battlefield then start uh, Chapter Four is starting with you. Each player votes for innocent or guilty. If guilty gets more votes, the owner of each card exiled with Trial of the Time Lord puts that card on the bottom of their library. Uh, and then we have two regions: War Room and Waterlock Grove. Mm-hmm.
1: Go, Chris, go. <laughs> we got the Weeping
2: Angel. It is a one generic, one blue, one black, artifact creature alien angel. It is a 2-2 with flash, first strike, and vigilance. Whenever an opponent casts a creature spell, Weeping Angel isn't a creature until the end of turn. If Weeping Angel would deal combat damage to a creature, prevent that damage, and that creature's owner shuffles it into their library at way too much fun. Uh, we got Wilfred Mott coming up next with three generic mana and one white mana for a total cost of four. He's a legendary creature, human soldier, and a two-four. He has the ability: to Look to the stars. At the beginning of your upkeep, put a time counter on Wilfred Mott. Then look at top X cards of your library, where X is the number of time counters or time counters on Wilfred Mott. You may put a non-land permanent card with mana value three or or less from among them onto the battlefield but the rest on the bottom of your library in any random order I really it's like this great yeah it's really good Yep, it's mm-hmm. it's it's basically just cheating stuff in a mana value three or less in white and that is yes. that is so fun so good we got Yasmin Khan coming up next with three generic mana and one red Legendary creature, human detective, a three-three with the ability to tap itself uh, to exile the top card of your library until the until your next end step. You can play it, and it is Doctor's Companion. Um, up next, we got I don't know how to read that alien is that? Atraxia? All right, that's so Traxi okay. Warden is four generic mana, two white, uh, for a total cost of six. Uh, it's an alien eye creature. Uh, it's a 6 6 with flying, and when it enters the battlefield, it gets to exile up to one target tapped creature. This thing should have been a common. However, it does have suspend 5 for one generic mana and one white. Um, we also got bigger on the inside. <laughs> um, it is three generic mana, one red, and one green for an enchantment aura um, that can enchant either an artifact or a land, and it gives that permanent. Tap. you can tap like the said permanent right uh to make t- the target player adds two mana of any one color um and the next spell they cast this turn has cascade the only sad part about this is that the thing costs five but then again it gives cascade so
1: oof, that's fun yeah okay next cards are the following the decaying time loop is one that we have already seen before but this one we haven't, this don't blink is one and one blue instant until end of turn. If one or more creatures would enter the battlefields from exile or after being cast from exile, their their owners shuffle them into their library instead and has cycling to exterminate is another no a no no, no. play the sound. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is also Exterminate uh, <laughs> covered. <laughs> so this is um this is one of the cards that uh when it was presented i really did like it because it has that uh the replicate ability it um that is tap and the untap dalek you control and then you can do the the card um once again or the effect or copy it so it's destroy target creature it's controller loses three life it's kind of a fun card um it's kind of a just a fun card for for anybody for anybody we have a reprint of lightning greaves that's great um and then we have uh, one of many uh sonic screwdrivers so we have the laser screwdriver um it's three mana uh three generic mana it provides a mana of any color so it's a mana rock but it has a couple of abilities if you pay one you can tap target artifact if you pay two and tap the artifact you can surveil one you can tap three and you can go to target creature. This is a fun card. (laughs) I like it.
2: That target artifact can potentially be really powerful Mm depending on like how you use it. That's really fun.
1: No yeah actually if you can if this card if you want to uh how do you say like even though you want to win the game obviously but if you are on a table well, I don't know how it would work with the whole gold target creature, but. Uh, look, we're
2: just here to tap target artifacts so we can tap Winter Orb without having to use Urza on the battlefield. That's about it. Oh, God, this is an anti Orengo card. Yes. <laughs> No, it's not an anti what I can go, It helps what I can go, because what you do is like, oh no, you killed my Urza. Okay, so now I just tap my Winter Orb, losing using my Laser Screwdriver, which you weren't paying attention to because you were looking at my very dangerous Urza. Or for example, I would ha- I would have had this issue with Miria, um, I think it was the green red creature that did the Urza thing. Um, in which i didn't have a lot of options other than miria herself to tap my artifacts because choosing green uh green red um so yeah same deal it's like you can just use it to like tap any specific artifacts or you can go after your opponent's artifacts so if you know that they need to tap their artifact like for example someone has a Bowl citadel and you're sure that they're gonna try to win by doing the like sacrificing the permanence to like win off the game like you can just try to go for that or try to do something to or for example um you could preemptively tap someone's sensei's divining top and force them to draw the cart from the top and put the, and put the top on top not for a bowl citadel thing but just thinking of like other things you can do with it
1: mm-hmm. okay so i think it's we're i think we're in the uncommons and Uncom- uncommon slot yes, yes correct okay. um we can just skim them through if you guys uh, want to
0: yeah mindstone is a reprint ominous cemetery you can exile it tar- it's a land uh, and for color tap for colorless five mana tap It exile ominous cemetery target creatures owner shovels it into their library and that's removal and colorless that's interesting on a land uh, mm-hmm. uh, is a soothsayer uh, or civiline uh tuna red 3-2 creature human warlock temporal foresight one Sibylline or uh Soothsayer enters the battlefield reveal cards from the top of your library into reveal nonland online card with mana value three or greater exile that card with three time counters on it if it doesn't have suspend it gains suspend for the rest, of the reveal cards on the bottom of your library in a random order soul ring reprint and then sonic screwdriver it's three mana artifact you can tap to add one mana 1 mana, tap it, on uh, top another target artifact. 2 mana, tap it, scry 1, or 3 mana, tap it, target creature
1: can be blocked this turn. And
0: mm-hmm. uh, then we get several arts uh, with uh,
1: the Sonic Screwdrivers. Mm-hmm, because, okay, just just like that, everybody would know. Uh, I, I imagine that Jipei knows, so every Sonic Screwdriver, even though it's the same one, it's the same ability, but each Screwdriver is of a different Doctor. Yes.
0: Uh... We already covered the Sonic Screwdriver. We can uh, skip we did over to the Tartars. Yeah, Star, Star Whale. Six blue blue creature alien <coughs> whale. Flying Vigilance. Other creatures you control have a war two, And suspend six for one and a blue. This card is actually strong for an uncommon. True. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a talisman of all the talismans uh, or most of the talismans are getting reprinted it's talisman of conviction talisman of creativity talisman of curiosity talisman of, actually all of them a talisman yeah. of, dominance, of
1: dominus is a new
0: uh, indol- uh the talisman it's of bad. indulgence uh, then talisman of progress I'm talisman from, of unity <laughs> Hey come on, we're,
2: we're we're just gonna like look at him and not talk about the TARDIS. Come on. I know we already covered it, but come on, it's the TARDIS. We can't just you talk covered about Doctor Who already, and not like I the We already covered the TARDIS. I know, but that was like in the last episode. It's still another Doctor Who episode. You can't just like look at the TARDIS and not mention it. Like come on. You, you a,
1: say it. the two four flying vehicle. What? <laughs>
2: Excellent. <laughs> But yeah, just uh, for those who didn't already see, uh, see us doing, like, a previous episode, the TARDIS is a two-mana artifact vehicle. It has Flying, and when it attacks, if you control a Time Lord, the next spell you cast this turn uh, has Cascade, and you may Planeswalk. So again, really, really important that it uh, that it that that it's one of the many cards in the set. Uh, I, I wouldn't say many, but like, there's, like, a handful of cards in the set that let you play around with, like, the, uh, the Planeswalker deck, like the... Uh, the All the playing deck, phase deck so I, I enjoy it. It's fun. But yeah,
1: that's about it. You guys can keep skimming through the rest. <laughs> Arcane Signet uh, reprint. Um, so we have two: uh, the Lord, Time Lord regeneration. We have already covered that one before. But we have Time Beetle. It's one and one blue that has uh, a creature alien insect. It has skulk, so this creature can't be blocked by creatures with greater power. But it has parallel universe. So whenever time beetle deals combat damage to a player time travel great card
2: it's basically a free time travel at that mm-hmm. point that's great
1: and then um <laughs> one of the things that i did uh like so the command towers uh, the command towers some of them are different tardises well no all of them are different tardises so just for for everybody that does not know each tardis has a different design inside because it goes to with the um, doctor's personality. Uh, we have a path of ancestry um, reprint, and as well we have the the famous.
2: People assume that time is a strict progression of cause to effect, but actually, from a non-linear, non-subjective viewpoint, it's more like a big ball of wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff.
1: And it's a sorcery that is one, one and one blue that has time travel and then and draw a card. Literally, that's all it does.
2: <laughs> I am absolutely convinced that the original line was going to be wibbly wobbly, tiny whiny shit. But they, they couldn't add it for TV reasons. I'm convinced like 100% that that pause was the actor thinking, Wibbly wobbly tiny windy shit, actually, and then he was just like uh, uh, stuff.
1: The flavor text is the whole line. Yep. People assume yep. time is a strict progress of cause to effect, but actually, from a non-linear, non-subjective viewpoint, it's it's more like a big ball of wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff i love it so these are the basic lands that we're going to be getting um in each commander decks um they they all have uh the tardis in the artwork then we have the playing chase cards that like i mentioned i will be doing a full episode for all of you guys um like that you guys can we can talk about doctor who and as well talk about um the playing chase cards Which is a great moment
2: to remind you all to hit that bell. So you can get all the notifications. Follow us absolutely everywhere so you guys can stay up to date with that episode and with all the other fun stuff that we would love to show you guys, including some of our Commander games
1: that is correct and then um we're not gonna go through them but we at least uh want to mention at least for our viewers here at um the youtube channel so you will be having the chance for the collector booster box to get the showcase cards that are the ones that have the tardis frame or the extended arts as well the showcase um hardest frames will have you have a chance to get a serialized card so that means that it will have a little box with a number on it so the closer the number is of the start of the how many copies there is the higher the value of the card is so these are
0: (laughs) not not necessarily some 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 numbers are, are more are more valuable Really? I mean, if it's not yeah, the 1 like of course Nine. Nine. Like, Yeah, if you get number 69, of course. Like if you get number 12 for the 12th Doctor, you get oh, number 1 for oh, the
2: 12th yeah, Doctor. Oh, that would be sick, yeah. That would you be know? sick, yeah. I'm pretty In
0: sure those year. would be a lot more uh, valuable.
1: Number four twenty. <laughs> <laughs> so each each doctor um each each of these cards will have like a distinctive artwork of the doctor to persuade their personality that's one of the things that they did say in mtg uh weekly this past week so you have all of them right there even the weeping angel hey they didn't show that one last time but it looks amazing and then we have the extended artwork that's the like yeah the TARDIS I love it because it's literally the TARDIS opening the door it's Mm -hmm. amazing so we have the extended artwork as well uh, for um, most of the cards um, from the set so you can get the cards in extended and in the showcase uh, TARDIS frame as well they come in foil um, in the collector booster box Uh, as well there's surge foil that is another uh, another type of foiling and then um, this is a promo. That's Passing flames I mean, is a so. promo. Yeah,
2: I'd already seen it, and the art looks absolutely insane. Like, Wait, I, how
1: I, do you I, get the promo though?
2: I have no idea. I just know that I saw like someone post the promo somewhere, and I just it like thought I like, was excited. But that's is about it gonna it. be
1: like in like Warhammer that you have to go to the event? actually
2: don't know i actually really just really don't know I, I remember that like i i saw it posted but i didn't see I just um like it. what the requirements for passing play more
1: i just wanted because that is the exploding tardis BANGO art and then these are the uh z serialized cards so you know there is um each uh serialized card some of them are are numbered by they each one will have 500 but it will have 500 of the number the doctor that it is so being the fact this is 13 is 513 510 being the 10th doctor and 504 for the fourth doctor so for the other doctors it will have the same treatment so 501 2 3 4 5 until the 13th doctor so guys uh, um being the fact that this is what um what we're getting as um a whole for for Doctor Who what do you guys think about the set very quickly like that we can say our goodbyes
0: uh I am going to get Song. I love her that's it that's all I have to say <laughs> how about you Chris
2: um like I'm like I've been mentioning over the course of the night like I really enjoy a lot of um the potential stuff for um what's its face uh for Joda. <laughs> because all the legendary and all the stuff that interacts with historic cards and all that and such, um, over over like some of the cards we've seen so far, I've actually been considering the Doctor Who villains deck. So I think Wizards might have uh, may or may not get me on this one. Who knows? They made um, you. A
1: vil- they made you make a villainous choice.
2: Exactly. Yep. They gave me a villainous choice, and I think I'm uh, I'm about to take the down da- the downside real hard. Um just to uh just to confirm for everybody real quick the question we had over here over here at the uh WWPN website and it obviously mentions that the doctor who said is coming out on October 13 and um in your promo kit is actually going to include the launch party promo past in flames um which okay, means so that it's an really event commander yeah uh it's going to be for your commander launch party so as soon as the, as your store gets like, you know, the dates for that uh, lo- local game store, gets those dates for their uh, for their commander launch party, uh, amongst the things in your kit, you should find your promo for, for your promo, your promo for Past in Flames.
1: That's awesome. Uh, for me, uh, I'm going to get all four commander decks and get the singles for my uh, collection because I want to collect all of the showcase, uh, hardest frame and if there is like apparently they supposedly said wizard of the coast is some of the cards uh certain cards will have like alternate arts uh, artwork i imagine that those would be the lands probably um but that's at least what i'm going to be getting for the set i'm going to be getting all of the commanders and as well these singles to just have my little nifty collection um and if I'm interested then I'll buy probably buy foil ones just to spice up any of the decks that I probably might make. Uh, but I like I love this set. I'm a very I'm a Who'vian. I really do love Doctor Who. So I'm super excited about uh when this is released. And so just pay attention to all of your local game stores uh for the Pass in Flames promo, like that you guys can join the launch party. So let's go ahead and say our goodbyes and go ahead, JP, tell the people where can they find you.
0: You guys can find me here in the Cardboard Cave Podcast, hopefully talking about more uh, Magic the Gathering and hopefully uh, the rest of uh, the Doctor Who. Uh, what about you, Chris?
2: Well, you can sometimes find me on my Twitch at ChrisCross13. You can mostly find me on all of our social media, and uh, for the Cardboard Cave uh, podcast, as well as you know all of us here. And you can. Obviously, find me here in the Cardboard Cave podcast talking about all of you, as Orengo would say, about sweet, sweet luxury cardboard. But more importantly, John, where can the people find you?
1: So, first things first, you can find Orengo at Cinemas Podcast. So, follow his social media because he will be announcing uh, when his uh, short film will be available on a film festival here in Puerto Rico that is going to be showcased as well you can find me at realinfilms.com i have a couple of uh, moving forward um interviews that are already live and as well that are already um in schedule so if you guys want to see this conversation with uh, the director of dear david a buzz a buzzfeed studio uh film it will be available next week we're going to be talking about the film as well i have already live uh, the director and producer of a film that is right now in festival run called tokyo cowboys and more to come so so guys thank you for for being here thank you for all of you that are watching us remember to subscribe to our channel and ring the ding-a-ling that you guys can get notified here at our um, youtube channel and we will see you guys in the next one
0: Remember to follow, like, subscribe to be notified, and
1: as well listen to us on all major audio platforms. Thanks for joining.